live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thank you for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and every week, Sean and I get together to talk to you about everything it takes to get you ready for retirement. Welcome back to the show, Sean. How's it going? It's going well, James. It's good to be back. How's everything going with yourself? Good. It's a good time to talk to you, my financial advisor friend, because there's the one of the big headlines this whole month has been financial. And, you know, it's kind of a deja vu scenario. Oh, they're debating a debt ceiling. We have this very dangerous crisis at the end of the month. If we don't work out a deal, everything's going to fall apart and there'll be a shutdown. We, we know what the dog and pony show is. They're going to come to an agreement. But the problem is this causes market convulsions every once in a while throughout financial history. Are we going to be facing that this time around? It most definitely does. Like you said, it's deja vu. I'm so tired of hearing. It seems like every other month it's something about a debt ceiling. It's like, can we just, they might as well just put this the ceiling to, you know, to the universe because they're going to raise it anyway. Everybody's going to continue to spend. So it's like, why are we, why are we even putting a, a cap on it at this point? It's, it's pretty much useless. So, I mean, will we see some market volatility? Potentially, we'll, we'll see when we get closer to that deadline at the end of this month. So, I mean, normally we see a little bit leaning into all those talks, but I think everybody's just so tired of hearing about it. Debt ceiling, debt ceiling, debt ceiling. It's like, can you guys do anything? You were just on vacation. That's right. They need they need to take a, a, basically a whole month of vacation in the summertime because they've earned it by doing basically nothing. And, and then they got to come back and then, you know, chance potentially putting us into a recession or having some large market volatility happen. So it's just annoying. I think we're all tired of it, and I think we all agree that we're tired of it. Well, one thing I totally disagreed with uh, with you on there is I wouldn't mind if they take like three or four months off <laughs> at a time because, you right. know, they're not getting anything done. That, that That's a positive. I, I have the opposite view on that. But I know. Does anybody even know when they're, when they're actually in office or not? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not one to really complain about the schedule, not just for the jokey reason that when they're at home, at least they're not passing laws and messing us over. Uh, well, because it was meant to be sort of like a, a citizen statesman split where you still had to maintain a family and a business and it took you three months in the back yeah. of a wagon to get the D.C. to begin with. But no, now it's it's campaign time and fundraising time. It's, it's, exactly. That's what it was meant to be. It was supposed to be kind of a, a part time gig in a way. And now it's, you know, career politicians and how do they get rich? Well, is anybody even believing for one second that the government is going to shut down because we go through this before and it never shuts down like maybe 30 percent of it will temporarily shut down and so you know i can't go see old faithful you know they went yeah. off or something and then you know a week or two goes by they come up with some deal everyone gets back pay even and everything goes back mm -hmm. there's no real crisis here yeah no i i it's nothing that i would be too concerned about or pay too much attention to like you said they're they're gonna come to some form of an agreement we know that if something shuts down temporarily, yeah, it's usually like our national parks and that sort of stuff. So it, it usually doesn't send too many shockwaves. You can have some temporary market volatility when that happens because people get concerned. And, and you know, these are, these are some of the things why America, we just got downgraded uh, as far as our credit quality. It's because we do things like this and it doesn't make us look good. We have a ton of debt. You know, we're approaching $32 trillion in debt and it's just not a good look. Yeah, it, the one thing we are going to watch just for purposes of the show is the deal that they come up with to avert the shutdown and raise the debt ceiling. 
the the thing that hangs in the balance is the the spending power of your money because if they keep this deficit roaring or they increase it there's no way inflation comes down it, you know we're at three something three and a half percent or whatever the last number was uh and there's a good reason to believe it might go back up if this deal is loose enough yeah and I know people were all happy when inflation came down about 3% a couple of months ago, year over year and all of that. But that was only because it was up 9%, you know, the year before that. So it's like, of course, it's going to come down. To your point, yeah, with all the spending and and raising the debt ceiling and all of this other stuff. Yeah, inflation is a concern right now that it could spike a little bit higher again, putting you know, more pressure on our dollars, uh, more pressure on all those individuals listening to this radio show right now of their spending power. And I think we're all just getting sick and tired of, of all of this. Uh, you know, we say that and then we turn around and vote like 80 percent of the Congress is going to be incumbents in the next election. So I, uh, it's, it, I guess they're good. You know, they're good. They're good at campaigning, apparently. Or we're all just kind of lazy when it comes to going to the polls and we're like, well, but we have a job, I guess we'll just vote you back in. But right. yeah, that's Some not percentage. necessarily the right thing. Right. Some percentage of that is on us. But yeah. Um, but the, the, look, the question is, I'm looking at this deal because if it's ugly enough, look, it. you wish it didn't It didn't matter. But, you know, that money that's sitting in your savings account, if you're going to lose 10% of it to inflation over the next year, you need to know that now. And the other thing is, if I think if this deal is bad enough, this could be what sort of the, the landmine we step on that triggers a recession. It potentially can. And I know there's, you know, if you read about all this stuff, there's a lot of mixed reviews. There's some folks uh, saying that they think, you know, they're factoring in a 60% chance of going into a recession over the next 12 months. You have uh, others saying, you know what, next year there's only a 15% chance. That was from Goldman Sachs. They said there's a 15% chance that we're going to a recession. It depends on what numbers you're looking at. And the numbers are all crazy when, when you're looking at job numbers and all of that because COVID really did change the game on, on some of these numbers. So, I, you know, we're still trying to figure out, you know, what how accurate some of these numbers are. And, you know, these are the things that we got to be careful of. So it, 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 we're in a little bit of a different time. And we, we just got to be cautious about that. All right, let's catch up new people if you're just joining us. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. His website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Something else in the news. Man, I worry for these guys. UPS had a big round of buyout offers. They, you know, they don't lay them off. They just give them an early retirement, but they, they're on the hook for this pension. So it's a pension buyout roundup for a bunch of their pilots. 3,400 pilots is the total UPS fleet. They need 167 of them to accept of a, a, they call it a voluntary separation. It's like, who's going to, you know, get on the chopping block? Yeah, that's right. And and I know they had taken some, uh, some reductions as far as pilots back in 2010. Uh, I think there was like 111 pilots that were basically let go for the most part. Uh, so yeah, they're looking for for volunteers. That's going to help their pension, do some pension buyouts and all of that. And this isn't the first time that they've had issues with their pension. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of folks nowadays, especially you know here in in Michigan, when it comes to the to the big three that are taking pension lump sums, they don't want to rely on these pension companies to pay them out for the next twenty five or thirty years. They rather take that pension lump sum, create the the income stream. And it and and basically, once that happens, that money is now yours. If you're married and you and your spouse happen to pass away, then there's monies that go on to your beneficiaries. If you're just taking your monthly pension, 
uh, as you know, in some annuity form that the pension company is going to be sending you and you and your wife pass away, you know, that money's gone. It's not going to go to your beneficiaries. So there, there's a lot of folks looking to do the pension uh, lump sums. There's benefit in it. In it and uh, for a lot of folks, it makes a lot of sense. How do you know if the lump sum offer is worth more than the monthly pension amount would be? Yeah, you got to you got to be able to do some calculations and and basically, you know, they might be able the pension company might be able to pay you up front, you know, for the first few years, uh, potentially more than what you would want to pull out of that pension lump sum. But, uh, you know, there's things that you want to look at because a lot of those pensions, for the most part, they, they don't have cost of living adjustments. So when we're in high inflationary times like we are right now. When you're, you know, looking at, uh, like we just mentioned a couple months ago, you uh, or last year, you know, nine percent inflation, and you know, th- hovering around three and a half percent right now, and this is happening every single year, and your pension uh, payout is just staying flat from now until the day you die. You know, inflation is going to eat your overall uh, spending power. So. You know, if you're looking to to take that pension lump sum, you got to factor in. Okay, how much can I generate as far as income off of this? How long potentially will it last me? Um, and hey, do I want to give some of this money to my beneficiaries? Is that something that's important? So there's definitely some calculations you want to do. You want to look at longevity in your family as well. Uh, what's your overall health right now? And one of the other things when considering taking a pension lump sum, I've seen where sometimes it does affect uh, the healthcare that your your company will provide you in retirement. So a lot of the unions and that when you have a pension, they will continue to give you uh, health care in retirement. Usually it becomes your supplemental policy. But sometimes when you take those pension lump sums, they will forego the, the health care option. And normally when that happens, they'll give you a little extra bump in your pension lump sum. Um, but you want to be aware of all of that. So what if a guy listening is in a similar situation? He's been offered a voluntary separation from his job. Where would you start? Yeah, I, I would start first and foremost. First, you want to see how much of that lump sum uh, you're, you know, you're going to get, and start doing some calculations. Okay, if I were to take uh, 100% survivorship, if you're uh, married, you know, you're going to take a reduction in your monthly uh, pension in order for your spouse to continue to get that that same amount you would collect. And, and you know, there's there's so many different options when considering taking a pension. So that that's where you want to start. And then factor in, okay, is it going to affect my health care? Because as we all know, health care is a huge concern for retirees at this point. And health care costs are, are not coming down. It's just getting more expensive. So if it's going to have some negative effects as far as health care goes, be aware of it. It doesn't necessarily mean you, you shouldn't uh, entertain doing a pension lump sum, but just know all of your options at that point. Because maybe if, they, if the pension lump sum's definitely worth it, hey, you can maybe uh, generate more income to cover those future healthcare expenses. Hey, Sean, are you still doing the book giveaway? You know I am. So yeah, it, it, I wrote a book. It's called Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Yours truly, Sean Mueller. So uh, if you guys want a free copy, go ahead and text book to 248-988-9696. That's 248-988-9696. Again, text book, B-O-O-K. We'll get you a, a free book. We'll talk about a lot of this stuff. We'll talk about uh, pensions and the different options there. We're, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Social Security, Medicare, income in retirement. Uh, we, we touch on different investments, annuities. We, we really like to, to cover all this stuff in the book, give you a nice overview of everything so you guys have all the information you need to make the right decisions for yourselves. 
All right, Sean Mueller, uh, you're located in Southfield, but where specifically? Yeah, we're uh, in Southfield, just south of 696 in Evergreen Road, right across the street from the Southfield Public Library in the Atrium Building. Uh, we would love to see you here in person to have a complimentary meeting. Uh, you could also, if you would like a meeting, you can call 248-988-9696 and book your meeting through there. You can go directly to our website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R, RetirementPlanning.com. You can book your appointment there. We also do uh, dinner seminars where we go over all of this stuff. You can go directly to our website. Uh, we have an events page, and you can sign up for one of those complimentary dinners as well. All right. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And when we have Sean in here to keep you up to date on all things financial, technology is really changing the way his job has been done over the last generation. I mean, just think about going to the grocery store. Remember when you were a kid, you would still see people writing checks in the grocery store. And then it went to, you know, you got the credit card where you had to do that rough little carbon copy of swipe, the, you know, remember that machine? And then you got a swipeable credit card, which was way better. And then it switched to like debit card. And then you had the chip in it. And now you can just tap it. And now you can just pay with your phone. And so, look, going to get a, a gallon of milk has been changed so much by technology. Heck, you're checking yourself out these days. Uh, financial planning is no different. It's just not in your face because you don't have to go to the financial planning offices a couple times a week to keep yourself alive like you do the grocery store. But uh, update us on some of the the technological changes that have happened in our lifetime with financial planning, Sean. One of the bigger ones is the robo-advisors. I'm sure folks listening to this have heard about them. So so basically, they're, they use algorithms. So there's no human interaction in there. So the person that wants to use them, they type in 
you know, all their information, maybe how much they earn, how much they want to yeah, get, you know, as far as income out of their portfolio and that. And then the actual robo-advisors will make recommendations strictly off of that. So it's changed. It, it's definitely changed a little bit as far as uh, being able to go out there and attempt to do some of this investing on your own with these robo-advisors. And, and, and basically the reason they make those is, you know, they typically have lower fees. Um, but as we all are aware of, you know, lower fees and cheap fees isn't always the best way to go because uh, they're still limited. You know, they're limited to the information, you know, one that you're plugging in, the information that the, the, that the folks that created this uh, software have put in. So, you know, things are tending to change in that sense. Uh, another thing that's changing is uh, Zoom meetings. Um, so, and I know there's other things that you can use uh, outside of Zoom, but I think a lot of folks understand what that is. Uh, so uh, folks don't really want to make the commute or maybe they live out of state, whatever it may be. And uh, they're requesting Zoom meetings and you can share your screen and kind of go over everything with them via Zoom. So those are a, a couple of things that have been changing lately as far as technology and that. Yeah, I watched some of my younger friends jump on the apps a few years ago when it first became a thing. So there was like Robinhood and Acorn. And I remember one of the first uh, little chuckles I had was when tax time came around, they discovered, you know, hey, if you're going to start this new hobby of flipping stocks on the side, the, there might be some capital gains or there might be some other tax issues that you're running into. And the app wasn't very much help with that. So some, some of them had to go out and get a human being to help them deal with the consequences of the air quotes free app. So I, I just thought, um, you know, it's it's fun to watch these people, the early adopters go through and, and figure out all the tough stuff before I uh, check it out or even have to report on it on the radio here. But what, what are some of the other cons that you see from people using robo advisors, the website, the app, you know, the algorithms, uh, it, it, you know, as a do it yourself or rather than get a human help? Yeah. So basically the lack of the ability for them to be able to do the complex financial planning that really would include your estate planning, tax planning, retirement planning, insurance needs, uh, things like that. So for maybe younger folks, uh, you, they don't know much about investing. They just want to get uh, an easily diversified portfolio. They can type it in, uh, you know, type all their information in and a robo advisor can give them a very, uh, what I would call a plain vanilla portfolio. But when it comes to real complex things, as far as, you know, generating specific amount of income off of certain assets, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at proper tax planning, you know, how to tax loss harvest, putting insurance in there as far as, uh, you know, protection in your portfolio. These robo advisors are lacking that. And, and at the end of the day, you know, as you and I were talking before, uh, I was, I was in Utah and, you know, we're driving up these mountains and there's cliffs all around us and these turns are very scary. Do you really want, say, an, an autonomous car? So like a Tesla driving you along these uh, very steep, very narrow roads where you're not touching the steering wheel. There's no real human interaction there. Or do, do you want a professional to actually drive you along these very scary roads? So, you know, that... That's kind of the way I would compare it. Um, when you when you get into these real complex situations, these real life situations, you're going to want to sit down with, with a real professional that's been doing this for a while, that's seen all of these different scenarios, 
uh, that can really give you some uh, some real advice. Yeah, and I think that's a good comparison, like the autonomous driving cars, because they can handle normal roads and normal times. But, you know, when the anomalies happen, when the emergencies happen, you'd rather have your hands on the wheel. And how do you get an app or how do you get a robo advisor? Or even if you, you know, think a few years in the future and think AI is probably going to be dipping its toe in the water. How do you get an artificial intelligence algorithm to understand something like a pandemic or uh, another major war or a financial crash like we had in 2008 or a dot-com bubble bursting? I don't understand how uh, you're going to trust such an irrational human thing as the market to something that does not understand irrational things. Yeah, and, and all of these things that you mentioned with the financial crisis and the, and the dot-com bubble and all of that. There's such different things. So if you're just, you know, plugging information in and and yeah, these robo advisors might be able to, you know, look at historical stuff in the market, but they, they can't differentiate, you know, uh, a tech bubble to a financial crisis um, to a pandemic. It, they just can't. Maybe one day they will. Who knows? But, you know, it, when it comes to real retirement planning, to, to trust just a robo advisor, good luck. Because what's going to happen is you're going to plug in your information and you, and then it's going to give you a recommendation. And what are you going to do? You're going to call a real advisor, a real planner and say, hey, does this does this check out? So you're still going to want somebody to overlook and oversee what this robo advisor is advising you. Because if you make a couple of wrong moves in retirement just because you wanted to save a few bucks, that's going to totally affect your future retirement. And again, when it comes down to estate planning, you know, leaving your kids a certain amount of money, how to do that the most tax efficient way, Roth conversions, all of these different things that we talk about on this show, robo advisors can't do that. As you get older, you kind of want to take the reins from the robot and control them yourself. And then I guess by the time you actually hit the retirement button, you should sort of be divorced from the machines and have all control in your lap. I totally agree with that. I would say right now it, they are it, more geared towards that younger uh, investor that doesn't, you know, that hasn't been educated enough. They haven't been doing it enough. They can type in their information. They can give them a, a plain vanilla investment portfolio. And and that's fine. Uh, I definitely wouldn't put all of my money into one of those. Uh, I would still seek the advice of a professional, even if I'm a younger person. You just want to make sure that uh, you know someone that's been doing this for a long time, someone that's can really see the trends in the market and what's going on and all of these different things uh, is overseeing you know what you're doing. You don't want to make huge mistakes when you're when you're uh, uh, saving for retirement, especially as you're approaching retirement. When you're younger, yeah, so, sometimes you know you have times on your side. You have time to make up some of those mistakes, but that doesn't mean you should or want to make those mistakes. It's just going to make you know, saving for retirement a little bit longer. So what do you see uh, people doing in their retirement years that make you uh, be concerned if they were leaning on a robo-advisor or an AI? Control is a key part of re your retirement. You never know what will happen. Things are always changing. So for instance, a middle school uh, principal thought she and her husband would have a long life together. And then guess what? Her husband suddenly passed away at age 58. So is that robo-advisor going to be able to help you out with that? Or uh, another one, a regional sales manager was uh, was changing jobs and his wife d was diagnosed with cancer. He felt it was better to stay with his current job rather than change that job. Again, 
is the robo-advisor going to be able to help give you some advice on that? Or when you sit down with a, a real planner, we can go through the, the pros and cons of all of that. So without human interaction, your computer basically is just going to give you very generic information. They don't understand the human aspect of everything, the emotional aspect of everything. So being able to sit down with somebody and bounce these different ideas off of them and you don't have to go into your computer and start typing in, hey, my my husband passed away, uh, now what do I do? And guess what? The robo-advisor isn't going to know that. All right, again, the phone number 248-988-9696, website MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Coming up next, we're going to continue our discussion on who's winning the battle between machines and mankind when it comes to financial planning. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. The whole reason to get a plan so you can say, you know what? Hey, Sean, uh, now I'm starting to think uh, maybe 65 is better. Another reason why it's so important to have a plan, you're just constantly making adjustments to these plans as your life circumstances change. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host James Parker, and we're just talking about the battle between robo-advisors and human financial advisors. And so far, it appears that we're winning. I don't know if Skynet's jumped in or maybe Sarah Connor is going to ruin some things and uh, tip the scales. But I did see this uh, survey. It was a combined effort between Nerd Wallet and the Harris Poll. Uh, but it asked 2,000 Americans how they manage their investments and how they felt about using human financial advisors uh, versus robo-advisors. And it looks like humans, for now, are still winning the battle. That's right. 44% of investors using a human financial advisor to manage their investments. So so basically, uh, one in five investors say they use a robo-advisor to manage that. The thing is about these polls is, uh, where, where are these 2,000 people? Are they older? Are they younger? Are they a mix of folks? Because truthfully, when I come across uh, uh, folks and even friends of mine and that, I don't even see one in five using a robo-advisor. Even my, my friends who whom, uh, are a little younger, they still will use either a financial advisor or they'll, they'll try to do it on, on their own, not even using a robo-advisor. So they're just going out and trying to research you know, stocks and bonds and exchange-traded funds and that and do it on their own. So I don't meet too many people that actually use a robo-advisor. So even one in five investors uh, on this poll using a robo-advisor is, to me, is shocking. I would agree. I don't see nearly as many people's retirement plans as you do. But aside from a couple of younger people that I, I used to work with that were getting, uh, one of them had the Acorn app, one of them had the Robinhood app, and then I would read about it and hear their stories. Uh, maybe it's just we, we haven't seen these people yet. Yeah. And really with that poll, which is also interesting, is 51% of those folks that use a human advisor feel like they're getting proper growth off their investments. They're they're very confident in their investments compared to only 34% of those folks who use robo-advisors. So, you know, for the folks that are using robo-advisors, I don't know if they understand what they're comparing it against, you know, what benchmarks are they comparing it against like S&P 500 or 
um, the U.S. bond aggregate and things like that. Um, but I guess if you're using a robo advisor, I, I don't know who you're bouncing different ideas in that off of. Uh, you know, how do you know you're getting what you're paying for? Or you're getting what you're not paying for. Another interesting finding in the survey here was the human contact is a sticking point for some of the people who don't use robo advisors. What are they asking? What What is this human element that is a sticking point for so many people? Like, what decisions are they making that need such a personal touch? Well, when you're talking about their their life, you know, their life savings and and, and all of that, uh, a majority of my clients, even when I, I always offer when I'm doing a review with them, you know, do you want to do it over the phone, via Zoom, in person? And they go, no, I want to do it in person. I, I like that human contact. They, they like to, you know, sit across from somebody and explain, you know, what's going on in their portfolio, any changes or adjustments that we need to make, you know, doing it over the phone or, or via Zoom for them. It gets lost, I think, in translation. When you're able to sit in front of somebody, you, you know, pull up your screen and say, this is what your portfolio is doing. This is the recommendations that, that we make. You know, these are the managers that we would hire on there. This is what they do it creates a more bonding experience as well. You know, if somebody's going to be managing your retirement, you want to feel comfortable with them. And it's hard to feel comfortable with them if you're only talking to them over the phone or, or, or seeing them, you know, through a computer screen. All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. His website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Uh, another thing I keep hearing and reading about robo-advisors is their ability to help with investment management. Uh, but that's just one little narrow window. On this show, we cover so many things that have to do with retirement that are super important to your retirement plan that have nothing to do with investments. And I, I guess we need to sort of do a good job of explaining what all the robo-advisors miss that you do in the office. To your point, they, they do a good job at number crunching. So it's you know, it's not a bad thing if you want, you know, statistics on what the market has done in, in certain times and, and all of that, they do a good job at that. Um, but when you're coming down to actual tax planning, how do you, you know, tax loss harvest on your portfolio, um, looking at Roth conversions, uh, estate planning, how you're going to leave your kids or, or, you know, charities a certain amount of monies. How can you separate those from you know, your other income producing assets? You know, the robo-advisors just aren't going to be able to do that. Uh, making sure that all of your beneficiaries are up to date, making sure uh, that uh, you have tax-efficient investments in your brokerage accounts, things like that. They're really going to miss, robo-advisors are going to miss things like that. Again, they're great at the number crunching, um, but as of now and where we sit, they they can't differentiate some of these things. Convince the guy right now that he needs to drop the reins and hand them over to a professional. Maybe not Sean Mueller, but at least uh, get another human being to help. Well, if you're coming to us, the nice thing is uh, we're an independent uh, you know, financial advisory firm. So we're looking at the entire financial universe when we're investing in things. And, and then you know, we're able to piece in all of these different areas in uh, retirement planning. So there's so many different investments out there you know, and, and, and when I talk about that, you know, uh, there's things in the insurance world, um, there's real estate investment trusts. These are all the things that when you sit down with us, we can go over. Are you looking to try to utilize uh, index universal life policy to create tax-free income in the future? Are you looking for 
a long-term care policy and not the the old school traditional long-term care policies. These are all the things that we're piecing together for you. And and when you sit down, we're going over all of this stuff. You're telling us all of your needs and all of your wants. And then we're going to the to the drawing table and we're saying, okay, well, what are your top three needs that you must have? This is the the most efficient way to do that in your portfolio. Robo advisors aren't going to be able to do these things. Um, creating proper income off of your portfolio and from different assets. Can that income continue to increase for the rest of your life? We just uh, are in still a high inflationary time. Well, is your portfolio going to be able to keep up with times like this? Because I'm telling you what, we're going to be in times like this in the future. So we're not going to be in that low 2% inflation, you know, for for five or 10 years. We're going to come into these times where in a two-year span, you could be up 20%. That's huge when you're in retirement and you're stretching these assets out for 20 to 30 years. And a robo-advisor isn't going to do that. So come in, call us at 248-988-9696, set up your appointment so we can go over everything. We can give you some real advice on where you're at and the improvements that you can make. All right. I don't know anybody that has an artificial intelligence financial advisor yet, but the more I see artificial intelligence sticking its nose into some of these industries, it's got to be coming eventually. You know, we have artificial intelligence that's writing articles for uh, websites and we have artificial intelligence that's answering like customer service questions for major corporations. And it look, it's getting better. It's not there yet. But eventually, I can kind of see a place for an artificial intelligence, uh, someone to bounce extra questions on, like, you know, when I when, when do I start my social security? Here's my age. Here's my spouse's age, things like that. Uh, but still, I, I don't know, maybe one day it could get to the point to where it can still it could answer some more complex questions than just number crunching investments. Yeah, at some point, it probably can. Is it going to be able to tell you, should I take a lump sum uh, pension rollover or should I take basically the monthly pension? What's the survivorship that I should take on my pension? You know, what's uh, what would maybe your your wife's longevity uh, look like or your longevity look like? Does it make sense to for the for you guys to take a, uh, a survivorship on that pension? Things like that, that they're they're going to have tough time doing that. They might be able to help you at some point, you know, like you said, with Social Security but when you're coming to these real complex issues that can really change your retirement and change the way you pass assets down to your family and all of that, they're still lacking all of that. I think maybe there there could be a place for it in uh, a big part of what you do is estate planning. Now, you're not an estate planning attorney yourself, but if you want to tell this chat GPT or artificial intelligence, hey, this is what I would like to have in my will and I, you know, out of my four kids. One of them does have some addiction issues, so let's like maybe set up a trust on the side here, and they could maybe start cranking out some of those contracts. But you would still, you would still want to have a human being read over it. You would still want to consult with the, your Sean Mueller, whoever that may be, to make sure this all correlates with your assets. But I, I feel like there could be some assist there. But I, I still think we're a long ways away from removing the human element. Yeah. What if it makes a mistake and you don't even know it makes a mistake? And then maybe you you pass away and then your kids uh, or grandkids have an issue getting to your money because, you know, the way it wrote a will or the way it wrote a trust uh, wasn't the right way. So just just be very careful with these things. Um, Again, they're not all bad. They're not terrible Uh, at this point. They're they're just basic. Yeah. And I would also like to go on the record 
uh, because th this show, some, many people are hearing it live, but some people are hearing it days, weeks, months, years later on, on a podcast because the podcast for Retire Right with Sean Mueller is a thing. Uh, so if there are any computers way far in the future uh, after the robot revolution and y'all taken over, uh, I just want to know that I welcome our new robot overlords and uh, I am not going to revolt against you in any way. Please do not kill us. That's a great point. I, I, I second that. Yeah. So if the AI does take over, we'll at least be on friendly terms with them or we'll have a, a record on friendly terms with them. But in the meantime, you're going to go backwards in technology and you're going to get what's called a book. It's like uh, I explained to my kids, a book is when you print out a whole website. It's really cool. Like someone's blog, if you just printed the whole thing, that's a book. And so my kids get it like that. And so uh, maybe for the future, uh, th that'll be the better explanation. But if you want Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, it just came out. It's called Dry Retire Right, colon, Drown Out the Noise. And there is a lot of noise out there. You're going to text the word book to 248-988-9696. There's no scam. It's not like you're going to get $8 shipping and handling for the air quotes free book. Sean's just eating the cost because he wants to get this in the hands of as many people as possible because there's some good information that are going to help people. And of course, we're all here to make money. Some We hope some of the people will come to Mueller Retirement Planning and come on as clients, but that's not part of the deal. You're not signing a contract or, or giving up anything. You're just getting a free book. 248-988-9696, the website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And stay tuned to the show because I think Sean's going to have to start working on the robo-advisor slash artificial intelligence chapter. That'll be in the updated edition coming out in a few years, Sean. Great. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm already starting to write it. All right. Sean's going to go uh, research robotics. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Asking all of these different questions, I've sat with hundreds of different households over the years, and everybody's a little different. I need to make sure that we're tailoring these plans specifically for you and really making your retirement dreams come true. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker, and Sean Mueller is the founder CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com is the website. Give him a call, 248-988-9696. And look, he gets questions all day, every day. Sometimes it's in the office, on the phone, email, through the radio. We type some of the better ones out, and we just set them aside for the show. And uh, we call it the mailbag segment. Sean, you ready to go through some of the questions? I am ready, James. Let's go. All right. First one, Sean says, we are seriously considering relocating now that we're a few years into retirement and nothing's off the table, including moving abroad. What are some things we should think about when trying to decide where we should go? Well, great. If you're going to uh, look to move abroad, it sounds like a lot of fun, but you need to start thinking about one of the more bigger things as far as taxes go. What does it look like where you want to live? 
if it's uh, abroad, okay, what is their tax structure? Uh, is it, you know, you're going to be paying a lot more taxes than you would here in, in America? You got to start thinking about if you're living in another city in the United States, do they have a city tax? Do they have a state tax? So taxes are going to be huge as far as where do we want to live and how much do we want to pay as far as taxes go? And is it going to be kind of a, a, a dual thing? Are, are we going to be snowbirds and live in Florida in the winter and Michigan in the summer? So can you afford two places? And each state has different tax structures. Yeah, I guess taxes are a big thing. What I heard about that uh, from that question is moving abroad. I, I love these people who think they want to move abroad because I'm an adventurous guy and I'd like to travel and see the world. But do I really want to be on the other side of the planet from my family? I miss every birthday and miss every Christmas. And if you do plan on traveling back and forth, uh, that's going to take a lot of money. Yeah, you got to fit it in the budget. You know, if you want to come back two or three times a year. What does that plane ticket look like? Inflation is going crazy. Gas is high. And uh, as far as what I see, uh, plane tickets don't seem to be coming down anytime soon. So we got to be able to fit that into your budget. You know, what does that look like as far as traveling back and forth, visiting family? Do you want to pay maybe for your kids to come out there once a year? So these are all things that you have to think about. And even if you're if you move to the west side of the country, maybe it's uh, the Pacific Northwest, you're, you want to move to Washington, whatever, you know, their cost of living is going to be more than, say, here in Michigan. So these are all things to start thinking about. And you make a great point. You know, if you have kids or you're close to your family, can you be away from them for an extended period of time? Well, you've probably seen people who've moved, you know, just to leave the, the frozen tundra of the north and go to someplace that's really sunny like Florida. But do they have the, the opposite problem where the summers are too hot and they, they miss having four seasons? Absolutely. Yeah, I actually lived in Florida for about a year and a half. That's the way I felt. The summertime was so hot and it felt like it was so long. Uh, the winters were great, though. But uh, to, you know, on the opposite end, the winters here in Michigan can be a little tough. Um, summers are great. So, yeah, you definitely got to think about can we actually handle living, you know, in, in this state, whatever state that is in a certain time of the year and their worst parts of the year. So what I like to recommend to folks is why don't you go vacation there for a couple of weeks before you pull the trigger on moving somewhere full time, you know, get to understand what that weather looks like, what your lifestyle might look like out there. Maybe even take a month and, and go out there and really just see, okay, I can live here 365 days a year. This is what it's going to look like. You know, what you don't want to do is, you know, you're so excited, you move somewhere and then in six months you regret it and then you got to move back and, and, and you, you don't know, you know, where we're going to be yet in the market. Is that going to cost you more? If you're getting a mortgage, are interest rates higher? So now you're going to be paying more, as, uh, you know, on a mortgage if you're going to carry one of those. So go there first, visit, see if you like it, even in the worst times of that state or country and then come up uh, with a plan. Ooh, I like that plan. I would like to add to Sean's idea that you go test it out. If you're going to go test out a hot place like a like a Florida or an Arizona, like Scottsdale or something, go in July and August. Don't go in, the, in, in January when it's nice and mild. You need to see what it's like to actually walk outside when it's 106 degrees and see if you like that better than snow. Because, Sean, would you rather be walking around in 30-degree in snow or 106-degree heat? 
Yeah, I guess that's a coin flip. Uh, right. So I, I don't know. I've uh, the older I've gotten, I've uh, become more accustomed to the snow. It's it's nice to have a little bit of snow on the ground now that I have, you know, little ones running around the house. They love going outside and jumping in the snow and playing, building snowmen. So I've grown to love the snow when I was a little younger. You know, I would have probably taken the heat uh, just to get out of this iciness. But you know what? The four seasons are the best. And, uh, so yeah, definitely just test it out because you just, you, you don't know if you like it truly until you're sitting there and you're in scorching hot weather and you're stuck inside in air conditioning all day. Agreed. All right. Next question from the mailbag. This is a short one, Sean. It says, uh, I'm stre- I'm really stressed about what I'm hearing about tax increases and all this money our government keeps spending. How can I learn more about what I can do to help protect my money? Great. You can come to one of our dinners and we go over a few ways to take advantage of uh, where we're at as far as taxes now, potentially doing some Roth conversions, depending on, you know, where you're at uh, as far as your taxes go and what potentially tax bracket you might be in the future. Taxes, they're going to go up. They're going to go up. They're set to expire in a couple of years here. So we know that they're going to go up. Uh, You know, how much? What will that look like? Will they add more tax brackets back? to our uh, to our marginal tax brackets. So these are all things that you need to start thinking about. You need to start planning for higher taxes. A lot of folks think they're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. That just isn't true. Uh, you know, you have required minimum distributions that you got to take out of your accounts. You have potential, you know, higher tax rates when you retire. So these are all things that you need to start looking at. These are all things you need to start planning for. And this is stuff that we go over with our clients every single day. And you can hear more about it if you come to one of our dinners. All right. This last question from the mailbag for you, Sean, is kind of long. All right. This one says, my dad worked at the same job for 30 years before he retired with a pension. And it just seems like he's never had to worry much about money. I've worked for three different companies, but I've always made sure to contribute to the company 401k with each position. I'm realizing that I should do something with those different accounts. There's a good amount in each of them, but I don't know how to consolidate that money or if that would even be the best thing for me to do. I sure love to enjoy retirement one day like my dad has. Yeah, well, it's a great question. First, I would say first steps, come in and talk to us and we can go over your situation and see what's best for you. And if what's best for you is to consolidate those accounts, put them in a traditional IRA and create a plan from there, then that's something that we'll talk to you about and show you the benefits of doing that. But first and foremost, you need to come in and sit down and have that initial conversation. And then like your dad, uh, unfortunately, it sounds like you don't have any uh, pensions available, but uh, like your dad, you can create really a pension of your own if you like. You can create guaranteed income off of your portfolio so you know you're never going to outlive it. And then you got to start taking a look at, okay, well, how much is that going to take to create the amount of income I'm looking to have in retirement? And do I want that income to continue to increase to try to outpace inflation you know, for the next 20 to 25 years while you're retired? So first steps, come in and see us. We can take a look at your your overall situation and give you uh, the best advice uh, possible. Yeah. And the guy sounded so uh, fatalistic. You can set up your own endless streams of income out of your 401ks. You know, it's sort of a do it yourself pension, just like your dad has. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You can definitely create that. And, you know, pensions are great. There's nothing wrong with pensions. Sometimes pension companies do have issues. And for instance, in Detroit, uh, the city of Detroit claimed bankruptcy 
uh, years ago that affected uh, the pensions, the people that were already retired, as well as those that hadn't retired yet. So pensions are great, but sometimes they do uh, run into uh, a rough situation where they have to decrease the overall pension that you're getting monthly, or in the worst case scenario, that pension goes away. So creating a pension of your own uh, might be the right thing for you, but the only way to know that is by sitting down, taking the first steps, and, and really coming in to see us. All right, Sean, uh, that's going to do it for the mailbag segment, but if the guy listening has any questions, how can he get a hold of you and ask him your, his questions personally? Yeah, you can call us at 248-988-9696 or go directly to our website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R, RetirementPlanning.com. You can book an appointment on our website. You can sign up for one of our dinner seminars, and we would love to see you face-to-face. All right, that's Sean Mueller. MuellerRetirementPlanning.com is the website. Again, the phone number, 248-988-9696, All right, Sean, thanks for another great show. Let's do this again next week. That was a lot of fun, James. I appreciate it, and thanks, everybody, for listening. All right, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll do this again next week. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc.